Dang, I forgot the lyrics. What are you doing? What are Kiki, you doing? do you love me? Are you riding? So you never ever leave from beside me. Dang, I'm ready to be Drake right now. Man, <laughs> dude, you on your Drake. Dude. Look, guys. You in your feelings? In four weeks, you're going to hate that song. Are you in your feelings? It's going to be so popular. Trust me. That's I not hate, true, dude. Because I hate that song right now. <laughs> That's not even <laughs> true, dude, because God's plan is amazing. Yeah, it is. And then, uh, what's, what's the other one that's on right now? Oh, Nice For What? Yeah, Nice For What. Nice For What's a dope song, dude. Is it, uh, is uh, it gonna be bad right now that I say that I'm not, I don't, I don't get the whole thing with Drake? Yeah, I mean, you're supposed to not get the whole thing with Drake. You're like outside the devil. It's cause, cause Drake is like Tony Robbins. Of, yeah. Drake, Drake is, is the Tony Robbins for millennial women. That is like, true. Like if 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 you're between uh, 15 and let's say mm, 31, right? And you had a rough day, you just put on some Drake and you're gonna feel good about yourself. I concur. Yeah, I agree. It's like you got this, girl. I love the way you pay your bills on time. <laughs> like, yeah, I do pay my bills on time. You know. Okay. You got some money in the bank account to lend me if I'm in trouble. I do. There, there is some money just saying, like, man. <laughs> oh, Drake. Know, yeah. Oh, you just make me feel yeah. so good. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I've heard his music and I'm just like. He makes uh, me feel good. That yeah, he does. I'm like, I wish I was Kiki. And I am writing. <laughs> I'm writing right now. It's like, and I, I don't feel about, I don't feel bad about just loving my bed more than anything else, dude. It's, it's okay. According to Drake, I'm all right. All right. So you know, good. I can relate to you know, like like keeping peaceful being a struggle with me. I thought you liked God's plan. That's like <laughs> yeah, it's a good. Yeah, dude. <laughs> the first line. I, I thought that you were gonna keep going. Oh, you want me to keep going? Yeah. Yeah. Um, God's plan. <laughs> uh, don't show up. No, wait. How it goes? Trying to keep it peaceful was a struggle with me. Yeah. yeah. I guess I'm just not into the vocals. You know what I mean? The way he sounds. He's really nasally. Nasally. Like He's super nasally. Dude, look, dude, I'll say this. That's dude. an understatement. He's really nasally. I will say this. If people want to hear Ray Romano rap, just rock a Drake album, dude. <laughs> You're good to go, there dude. Go. No, I'm just kidding. No, like, seriously, I, I became a Drake fan, like, more recent. All, all the stuff, like, before, I didn't really like before. But God's plan. But God's plan. Finish? God's plan just, like, <laughs> like turned me, dude. God's plan turned me. God's plan has become like this, like social media, like staple now, right? So something good happens to you, right? Hashtag like, God's plan, dude. You God's take plan. a picture of it. Hashtag God's Hashtag plan, dude. God's plan, dude. Like running Hashtag ten that. minutes, running ten minutes late to work, pulled into the parking lot, parking spot next to the door open. Hashtag, Hashtag God's, plan. God's plan. Well, it's like the better fact than- the fact that Uno's here today with us is God's plan. So yeah. Welcome everybody to Bang a brand man. new episode of the Beta Report. Woo-woo. Man, we're so say good. What? It is. Say what? Say what? <laughs> I'm one of your co-hosts. I'm the Con. Thank you, Jay. You're welcome. We got Forever Five. What up? What up? Jay. What up? What up? And we got Uno. You heard him already. Hola, hola. That's In right. The studio. In the Beta Report studio today. It's completely a pleasure to be with you. This cultured mother. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. I'm glad to be here, you know. Straight from. Yeah, and get, Boston. Get, get dude. the numbers up. Spain. Get, get the Boston. numbers up, you know. Damn. I had to get a car. I had to get a car to get here today. <laughs> you know? How about San Francisco? Is there like a specific lingo over there, dude, or accent for them? <sighs> beep, beep, doop, doop, doop. <laughs> <laughs> beep, 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 be
Oh man, calculating, calculating. Dude, well, it's, uh, we're happy that you're here in the studio. My PHP coding is a little off, so my JavaScript needs a little bit of uh, editing. I think I found an, an, a, co- a code error in one of my... <laughs> hey, d- does, b- being that Samantha's up there, I know she's not like a... Uh, she's a graphic designer, She's right? a designer, but she does code. Does she does code? Does she uh, talk to you and you're like, I don't know what you're saying? No, you know, we. this is why our relationship works is because she'll be like, you know, I just feel like the serif font really crash, cra- like clashes with the Sanskrit font. And I'm like, yes, I totally understand that because I, I get that because of my marketing thing, right? Like, And then I get, I'm like, oh, you know, this tetranic color theory just isn't working. Like, yeah, so. Okay. Soulmates. Yeah. There it is. Hey, dude. God's plan. God's plan. God's plan. God's plan. <laughs> and this uh, this episode of the Beta Report is brought to you by Scorpion by Drake. Yeah. There it is. Hottest album. Uh, you know, you guys might have not heard of it, but there's this artist by the name of Drake who dropped an album called Scorpion. It's pretty good. It was like the fastest, like a billion streams or something like that. Yeah, dude. Some crazy news. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Super gnarly. <laughs> So wicked, uh, wicked it's, it's quite wicked. <laughs> it's quite wicked to put up those kinds of numbers. <laughs> so we got two shows for you this week again. Dos. Today, uh, Wednesday, you'll be hearing this show, and then our next show will be on Friday. So uh, we got a couple of things we want to talk to you guys about. We got reaction action today. We also got a new segment that we're going to be debuting later on in the show. Ooh, yeah. I don't even know what it is. I forgot. Do you- <laughs> I wasn't paying attention to the pre-production meeting. All right. That's what I like to hear. That's good to know, buddy. Yeah. We're glad you're here. Hey, you know what? Trying to keep it peaceful is a struggle with me, okay? <laughs> so there was a you big- turning O2s into O3s? <laughs> there was a big movie over the weekend that we need to talk about. So it's time for reaction, action. That's all right. That's pretty good. We have another theme music on it. Maybe- <coughs> you okay? <laughs> I took a lot out of you, dude. <laughs> Play the real theme music. Reaction. Oh, okay. Reaction. Wait, wait, hold on. Reaction. Action. Wait. Reaction, action. Reaction, action. <laughs> Reaction, action. Such disrespect to the sustain note, fellas. Come on. Oh, dude, it, it just kept creeping up on us, dude. Yes, dude. Hey, so this week's reaction, action subject is Ant-Man and the Wasp. <laughs> so def- definitely, dude, we got to talk about this movie. Uh, it is the sequel to, of course, to Ant-Man and the big movie this weekend, actually number one in the box office this weekend. And uh, important because it followed up Avengers Infinity War. So how do you follow up? And everybody was like, well, how's that going to do it? Yeah, and obviously when right. you look at the the uh, trailers for it, it's all like funny and, you know, definitely a lighter note. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Definitely a lighter note. And uh, how is that going to work? But honestly... I don't know. I don't know about you guys. I know you guys all saw the movie. I really liked this movie. I thought it was one of definitely 
uh, a top tier Marvel movie. Whoa, 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 hold whoa, on, whoa, hold whoa, on. whoa, 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 Let him get it whoa. out, dude. Hold on. Let okay. him. I didn't say top five. Out. Okay. Top tier could be the top ten of this. Tier movie. two. Tier two. Tier two. Why don't we say tier two? It's it's a hard. It's gonna be hard for any Marvel movie to crack the top five. You know. Yeah. Or the top tier. Yeah. Tier one. Uh, but I think Ant Man of the Wasp definitely had a good effort trying to get through that. You know what I mean? So yeah. it didn't get top five, but it's definitely one of their top movies. It's it was it, it worked well as a follow up to Infinity War because it sort of is not a follow up, you know what I mean? Right. So um Right. You know, uh I guess it's not well spoilers. Spoilers. I mean, hey, hey, did, Are we gonna do did, spoilers? Did you watch it? I did. Did I watch it? Yes. yes. Did you watch it? I watch you, it. Well then, hey, guess what, Spoilers! audience? Spoilers! <laughs> I only respect the people in this room. <laughs> <laughs> and and Noe Davis. Hey, people should already know. <laughs> Everybody, you should already know. If you're going to come listen to this show, it's going to be spoilers, dude. There's going to be spoilers. Bite-sized spoilers? What I'm afraid of no. is people be like, you know what? We don't want to listen to the beta report because they spoil the movie every time I listen to it. Hey. So, look. Hey. This is a warning. Go watch the movie the first weekend because you know we're going to talk about it. For okay. sure. So, there it is. See. Sí. With that said, Con eso dicho. the timeline for this Ant-Man and the Wasp movie actually takes place right before, well, I should say right before, but before the snap for sure. Yeah. Before Infinity War. So, right. Um, I mean, there's questions to how far in between this movie and the mid credit scene, because that's a crazy mid credit yeah. scene. But um, yeah, definitely, this movie worked well in that aspect of of being somewhere before the um, events of of, uh, of uh, Avengers: Infinity War. But dude, I really loved this movie, man. I I loved it. I think you know everybody was. You know, top notch in this movie, dude. Shout out to Evangeline Lilly, dude. This was a top notch. <laughs> Cheerio, Captain. <laughs> Cheerio. Top notch. It was the bee's knees. Top notch is not a, it's not <laughs> it, a British thing, it is feels, it? It feels kind of British. <laughs> top notch, see. chap. Radio. They're all very fit. They're all, uh... <laughs> yeah. No, I don't. I don't. Take the lift. <laughs> okay. Anyway, top I notch. I didn't have notch. to use the loo. Come to the <laughs> while watching this cinematic experience. You should come to my flat to watch. The movie. <laughs> yeah. May I have a um, biscuit for my tea? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and my favorite thing to say in a British accent is "Wine Rona." <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude. Yeah, I thought it was good, man. I think Evangeline Lilly was awesome in this movie too, man. Dude, and I think that Pops they they did a great job of, you know, because that was one of the things that we kept hearing is that she, the reason why it was billed Ant-Man and the Wasp was because they were, you know, she's like equal parts as important to the story um, as Ant-Man is. Um, so I thought, yeah, they definitely represented her well. And she did a good job of like staking her claim to like her superhero status, I guess. Dude, I, I think she was badass, dude. She did her part really well, man. But I think my favorite part to this movie was uh, the relationship of Scott Lang and his daughter Cassie. Oh yeah, for sure. That to me was oh yeah was a highlight. Just the way that that movie <laughs> freaking just, just the way that that movie started, dude. I was like, that this is amazing. It like, was like, oh, it's my Thursday night. Yeah, it's yeah, my Thursday night. My Thursday night. <laughs> 
But it was just so cool, dude. Like, like it even gave me ideas too. I'm like, dude, I'm gonna do that freaking fort, dude. dude I'm gonna put all those lasers in dude, there. Like, some, it was, it was dope. Some of the dialogue between them two and their chemistry together, mm-hmm. dude, is, dude, it's top notch. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's pretty amazing, dude. It's pretty awesome. I mean, that that, uh, like, she had some really cool parts, you know, like. Uh, I I love the conversation they had when she's like, maybe you need somebody to back you up. And then she's like... Yeah, yeah. She was she trying wanted, to be the partner. She yeah. wanted to be the partner. Mm-hmm. And that was like, oh, dude. I don't know about you because you have a daughter. So yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure, for dude. Because she's like, oh... I wanted to be your partner. And yeah. then he laughs and she's like, Oh, don't laugh. Yeah, yeah. That was, yeah. That was so that was so touching. Was yeah, so, dude. I loved you know, it. Uh Uno, stop rolling back your eyes, dude. <laughs> dude but that's <laughs> one of those uh, but I mean that that obviously that was like a big theme in this movie, uh, uh because it carried over not just like for for Scott and his daughter, but like, you know, the whole like the whole thrust of the movie was uh Hank and and Hope finding uh Janet and like really it was all about like family and like even even Ghost and um uh Lawrence Fishburne I forget what his name is in the movie Ben Foster even like their like their relationship as a family too and like so like that whole theme was just kind of running through the whole movie and I think that was like really cool cuz it definitely helped with the like this movie had a lot of heart in it because of that. I think because of the family aspect to it, it really helped um, just keep it like lighthearted, but obviously like also gave it like some emotional stakes because of that family aspect. You know what? You what was uh, the best part of? I'm gonna break it down like movie? a fraction for you. All right? Oh snap! So I'm gonna break it down. This is what I'm gonna say. This is what I liked and what I didn't like. Let's Here's what I liked. I loved the humor. I loved all the improvisation. Ooh, top notch. I think that like uh, that's Paul Rudd at his best. It's just kind of giving him like an open canvas, right? Even just like I think, I think a a a really great theme with Marvel is to trust the talent, right? Because they did that with with Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, right. They did that with with uh, Taikiki Wa. I forgot his name. Taika Waititi. Yeah, like they they trust their talent, and it's like Paul Rudd's a great person to trust. I heard that he like ad libbed that line in Civil War where he's like, "Does anyone have orange slices?" Yeah, right. <laughs> and it's like um, we get a lot of that in Ant Man. I feel like that's great. Um, what was a little too like what I didn't like was kind of like this whole quantum realm, like, dude, like the. It was just I'm like, dude, come on, man! I did not go to Stanford. I do not have a PhD but, in biophysic mechanics. But to line up what you're saying, I love that Paul Rudd. I think maybe was you or speaking to 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 us in that we don't. Hey, I don't know quantum physics, right? But I love that Paul Rudd's like, do you guys just put quantum in front of everything? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it pretty much it's like what you're talking about, right? Because I don't, you know. You know, quantum but that's what realm, I was, and, and then quantum entanglement. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So and that's one of the things that I was talking about last week that I enjoyed about Ant Man. I was looking forward to, and this one was that he represents kind of all of us. Like he's kind of like, even though he has like, you know, obviously he's he. What does it say? Like in the first one, he's like, oh, he I got my master's, master's in like mechanical engineering. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so obviously, like he has like his own particular set of skills, but um, I feel like he's more like the everyman type of person than like any of these other 
like superheroes or whatever. He's not a god. He's not like a super genius. He's not like a sorcerer. He's not like a freaking. He played that up a lot in the movie where he's like, uh, oh yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. That's, that's exactly what I was thinking about. So that. I think that's yeah. like one of the more endearing parts of of uh, uh, freaking Ant Man or Paul Rudd as as Ant Man is that he's like he's the perfect like bridge between like us and the rest of the superhero world like he is us in those movies so we're like well represented because of him yeah because when you look at most of these heroes and and you look at some of these like for example like peter parker is like you know he's sort of a genius right yeah uh robert downey jr he's also like super smart uh now we have uh bruce banner super smart shuri from doctor strange yeah strange but then you have him who be who's just uh Regular dude, you know, so it's it's pretty cool to see that he's the, a superhero too, but he's just your regular, mm-hmm. you know, regular Joe. Because I was gonna say like, oh well, he's like the Falcon, because you know, Falcon uses his wings as like, basically his power, but he's also but, a soldier. But he's a soldier, and he's like, yeah, he's whereas this dude was like, he served jail time, like that's like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's like the extent of his, you know, like getting getting hardened or whatever. Getting hardened. <laughs> Hey, I tried to avoid hey, that so much, dude. Victor Rodriguez? Yeah. Guadalupe, no, Guadalupe Rodriguez, bro. I forgot. Sorry, Guadalupe Rodriguez. Hey, but don't send the ambulance here like all loud and shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Too much information. Just bring it down, eh? We don't. I don't want everybody to <laughs> know my business. Yeah. Um, I what's was his, actually... What's his, uh, what's his line? Uh, his line. His... his uh, Guadalupe. Victor, Victor Rodriguez. Oh, time to get hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's gonna happen, dude. Oh, dude, that's it, dude. I'm gonna write it, dude. We should totally write. We're gonna ask Kevin Feige to put him in the MCU. Yeah, for sure. We need we need a Latino hero. That could be that could be Luis, dude. I know, right, dude? MVP, right, Luis? Oh, you know what? It totally works because the ghost's suit changes density. Yeah. Dude, what if this goes beta report, dude? What if this goes beta report, dude? He gets ghost suit, and then he says, "Time to get hard. Time to get hard." Dude, if this if that happens, Th- these these things are time stamped, dude. So we can go back and say like, Man, dude, we said it, we, we said it. it. Okay, on this day. Okay, so but uh, back to dislikes. Back to my dislikes. So dislike all the complexity of quantum quantum mechanics. Yeah. And all, no, not quantum mechanics, quantum realm. And then like I just kind of felt like Michelle Pfeiffer came out of that thing loopy, like it was just weird. And it just like and it like the pacing when she was on screen felt off, like I wanted more. It just felt kind of like I just got out. Let's get let's handle business kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, I definitely didn't know where they were going with the fact that she's got like these quantum powers. Which yeah, kind of weird. But yeah, it that was a little kind of yeah. out of left field a little yeah. bit. Yeah, I didn't mind it as much, but it it. Yeah, it, is. it was kind of weird where she's like, now she's got these weird powers. So I don't know. It's, it's weird. But I mean, she kind of addresses it in the movie where she's like, I'm different now. Like, it's it more than more than just evolution, I think she said. It's like. No, no. It, no, it is evolution. Evolution. Said, oh, it is evolution. What more she than said, adaptation. It's, it's more, a, yeah, it's more than evolution. Adaptation. That's what it is. She's evolved and adapted to it. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that, <sighs> you know, just kind of having that, that line in there kind of. Uh, should ease that hesitation of like, oh, you know, like, because it's true, she's been in there for like 30 something years or whatever. So obviously there would have to be some type of change in her, you would think. So let's talk about, because that, I think, wait, we one, segue wait, into, wait, 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 pause, pause. Well, one thing well, I want to, I want to kind of mention though. Um, one of my worries with, with Ant-Man was that like, maybe like, um, 
the, the whole Luis Ti and and Dracula, that guy, the yeah. Croatian Russian guy. I was worried that that was gonna feel a little like Baba um, Yaga. Yeah, yeah, Baba, yeah. Yaga. Baba Yaga. Baba Yaga. I was I was worried that was gonna be real stale, but they were still fresh, and I still loved it when they were on screen and like all their lo- like you just kind of quoted them. Yeah. It's like they still found a way to kind of keep them funny, relevant, uh, fresh. Ti kind of phoned it in a little bit. I mean, he didn't have much to do. Yeah, yeah. But but, but I thought the uh, but the Luis guy, and Russian guy Russian were guy, good. The Russian guy were good with his whole. It's like the Baba Yaga. Uh. <laughs> like the Baba Yaga come in and scare you at night. That was so funny, dude. And then yeah. when the ghost reappears, Baba Yaga. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was so cool. That one, I think that that was like a little uh, uh, thing that. I dude, was, was it funny. just me, or is like when they when he said that? Did you guys think of John Wick too, or Jan, John Wick as well? Cool. When he said Baba Yaga, Baba it's, Yaga. yeah, because it's like the boogeyman. The boogeyman. That's what they would call him. The Baba Yaga. Did they say that in John Wick? Yeah. That same name. Yeah, yeah. How funny! I didn't even realize that. Yeah, you're right. That is what they they call him. Yeah, the boogeyman. Um, so let's strike say real quick because we want to do our other segment as well. But the um, the other thing I wanted to ask is the villain because we always talk about villains in the MCU. You had an opinion about the villain, uh, Uno Jay. What did you think about the villain? Uh, well, one of the things that I had mentioned to you guys earlier ah. was that was that she was a little underwhelming, uh, and I and I feel like they could have done a lot more with her powers um and i know they kind of alluded to you know shield using her as this like you know this like ghost operative or whatever and um uh but i feel like they didn't do enough uh with her visually because i feel like it's it's like a really cool power like she's able to phase in and out of things and and you know she had that one part where she like like phases through hank's throat and he's like keeping him from like talking that was pretty cool dude so i was like I was waiting for them to do more creative things like that, like not just like you know stick your hand in someone's chest and like you know mess with their heart or whatever. But doing it that was like pretty cool. Um, but you know, like I was mentioning to you guys earlier, I thought it was interesting that they didn't allow her to go full villain and that they kind of like stopped her right before she like she was like at that point where she was like, oh, you know, like oh he has a daughter, he has this, he has that. Let let's use that. Um, but they kind of stopped her before going that way. So I just thought that was interesting, and and I'm curious to see what they try to do with her in the future. Like if they, because they redeemed her pretty quick. Like towards the end, when she got, you know, once uh, Janet kind of fixed her temporarily. You know, she, yeah, yeah. So you, you like, yeah, you can you can say that like she probably still has that power, and maybe that just allowed her to gain control of it, or like, well, it, it'll. You, you know, see, yeah, yeah, I get it, and I thought differently because I actually liked. I like the character, and I like that she was in full-on villain. You know, I like that she didn't fall into the same kind of movie tropes, right? Yeah. Of of being, you know, I want world domination, or I want to be evil for evil's sake, yeah. or just be, you know, uh, you know, just a total villain, you know, just to cause chaos or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was nothing like that, you know, or, or get revenge on somebody because yeah. even that she had, you could say, a motive to go after Hank Pym mm-hmm. but that wasn't her motive she just wanted to get better yeah and that's sort of I thought I thought to me it was like sort of relatable to anybody who's maybe gone through some pain and just doesn't want that pain anymore and wants to get better but in their desperation she almost would become you know um, evil because you know it's leading her to that but I'm glad they didn't do that so I, I thought it was a little refreshing in, in my opinion 
she wasn't uh she's more of an antagonist and then yeah you're right she gets you know redeemed towards the end and in fact even in the mid mid credit scene you also look in there where um he went into the quantum realm for her because he's like okay I'm gonna get picking up the the quantum healing whatever he called it he did use particles. the word healing yes there you go quantum healing particles for her for their new ghost friend as they called it mm-hmm. so you know obviously she's now you know uh, part of their uh, diggity down in, the, down with the, in the fold so I thought that was pretty cool I mean it's a little bit different you know and that mid credit scene guys seriously oh yeah it was so good that was you know and that one I won't we shouldn't spoil we should just oh, be that guys. One, but that one is pretty great Samantha hasn't seen Infinity War what? Yeah, dude. She yeah. hasn't. No. How has she not seen Infinity no. War? She just has it. What the heck? I already no. seen it twice, dude. But she's like, "What happened?" <laughs> and I was like, "They're dead." She's like, "What do you mean?" And I'm like, "They died with the snap." She's like, "What's what the snap?" The snap? <laughs> and then I was like, "Thanos." She's like, "What? What? What are you talking about?" So I explained it to her, and she was like, she was traumatized. <laughs> for like that's tw- something you can't just explain, like, dude, dude. You like, have to experience so, that. So I saw this movie twice, and both times uh, the audience, like when they see that mid credit scene, they're all like, "What? Oh my god!" Because it just it it it's like a sucker punch. Yeah. yeah, the movie ends in a really good tone, and then this mid credit scene comes out and just sort boom of right hooks you, dude, out of nowhere, just knocks you out dude and I'm just like what in the world are you kidding me so it, yeah it's definitely when you know Marvel's known for these mid credit scenes and it was definitely one of their best for sure of how they place it in there so yeah, yeah yeah so she was I had to kind of explain to her what had happened and it's funny cause she's like so Black Panther's dead and I was like yes she's like so Spider-Man's dead and I'm like yes she's like does that mean they're not gonna make any movies and I was like well she's like I don't know Marvel, but I know money. <laughs> nice. She's like, they gotta save him. <laughs> they have to fix this. We we need a segment with Samantha quotes. I know, dude. Just, just Samantha, Samantha quotes. quotes. I call them Bergisms. Bergisms. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> Bergisms. I don't know Marvel, but I know money. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's excellent, dude. That's excellent. So look, uh, final uh, final um, uh, verdict on this movie is. Go watch this movie, right, Jay? Está so the action, Uno? the action is go watch, go watch the movie. Está buena. There you go. <laughs> es maravilloso. I think so, I'm gonna make that a running theme now. Hey, <laughs> well, so, the movie's good. Está buena. buena. <laughs> so we had a discussion. We had a pre-production meeting. We're talking about the show itself, and then we were like, you know what? Let's introduce a new segment. Let's introduce a segment about shows that nobody's watching, shows that we think are hidden gems. So these are. The re- beta report, hidden gems. Wait, wait, wait. Wait. The what? beta report, hidden gems. Ooh. Netflix. Wow. At night. Movies you like to watch. HBO. TV shows you like to Go. watch. Go. You might not know about. That no one knows F- about. X. <laughs> <laughs> H. I just feel like you gotta, you gotta hit him. You gotta hit him with one of those every once in a while, dude. <laughs> That's hilarious, dude. So the idea of the segment is actually to talk about movies or TV shows, that, uh, either one, that people are not watching, that they should be watching, that they're missing out on. Um, and some of these, maybe. Hence we, the title. Hidden, hidden gems. gems. It's the gems or treasures. 
<laughs> oh, wait. I forgot to put the music back on. <laughs> we'll cut it off there. Love Jay, it. what is your hidden gem? Um, I don't know. Louis, go. Or Uno, go. <laughs> Next. That's how much work we put into our pre-production meetings. I don't know. Uno. Um, okay. So you mentioned this show last week, and I was like, you know what? Let me watch it. And I totally slept on season one for Glow, and now season two's on, and I've been binging. It's really, really good. So here's another thing I want to introduce, right? Um, we talked about, like, you know, Netflix shows, it's like, yeah, it's good. It's good. But that's not a good enough rating. So now mm. we're going to tier them, right? Tier one means like one of Netflix's best shows like up must, there with like must watch, must Netflix watch, shows. like up there with like House of Cards, up there with Master of None, yeah. like one of those. And Glow's up there. Glow's like one of the sure. best shows that Netflix has. Dang. I totally slept on it. I told and you. That's I, recommend a, it. I told you guys. I that's about a this. glowing endorsement. Whoa. I like that. Definitely like that. Nice. Uh, dude, seriously, I talked about this last week or, yeah, last two shows ago. And uh, I, I I cannot recommend it any further. It's it's great, dude. <laughs> what? Because I watch it with Samantha. And um, I'll call out the wrestling moves, right? I'll be like, uh, Jackhammer, Power Driver, Reverse Suplex. They're like, oh, DDT. She, DDT. She's like, shut up. <laughs> Uh, she had the right idea. Let her watch the show. It's great, dude. I think the performances are good. Mark Marin is uh, known for as a stand-up comedian, and he also has a uh, a podcast he's known for. But he's great in this show, dude. And season two really shows his character development. Is so, he a writer on the show too, or he's like a director? A, he's a oh, really? sort of awesome. a cult horror director that's known for like no, these, no, no, not in the not in, not his character in the show, but I mean like it's like credits in the show. Like, does he write? Part of the uh, show too, or honestly, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. It doesn't. I don't remember his name coming up as a writer or anything on there. But he's he's excellent, man. I'm telling you, the movie, uh, the the show is definitely really really good. Um, so with that said, one of the shows that I think people are not watching enough, and you can watch it. I think uh, it's on Amazon Prime. So if you have Amazon Prime Video, watch it. Is the show called The Expanse? And guys. I mean, I know it's a very nerdy show because it's a total sci-fi movie uh, show, but it is so good. I think I've talked about this before. <laughs> it is good. You guys are missing out. The, the finale was so good, and I think it's just because the writing in the movie and the movie, the TV show, and the characters are so well developed. Yeah, it's it it really gets you into the actual TV show. Like these characters, you start caring for them, dude. And it's not like they're not throwaway characters they're actually um really good uh writing and uh i think what one of the things that the expanse is known for is for the um the science behind the show itself is actually pretty accurate they actually like consult with like scientists and actual people who know about space travel and stuff like that that they, they make the show realistic so it's it's really great and, it, and i think it's up to season three right now and it's I I promise you guys if you guys watch it just like uh, like I was telling you about Glow you guys will enjoy it it's really expanse good. okay I have a question yeah you said sci-fi show right yeah are there spaceship battles in it yes yes I love and the, spaceship and the spaceship battles, battles they're my favorite dude. The spaceship think, is battles, that the one that you showed me where like the thing is like it's it's like rotating as they fly right the yeah like the fighting is like 
it's not like lasers. It's actual like, you know, like um, machine guns, like machine gun oh, bullets and cool. stuff like that. So it's like realistic because obviously right now they're like they don't have lasers flying all over the place. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's when you when you watch the space battles, dude. They they move the way like ships would probably move these in, in real life. That's why. They, so they're yes. not like X wings where they're like floating all over the place and doing barrel rolls. It's nothing like that. They're like ships that actually move, like not slow, but like they're big ships and stuff. So it, it's just really, it looks really good and real realistic. So it's not on Netflix. It's on it's on Amazon Prime, but it's definitely one of the shows that Expanse. I think is up here. Yeah, it's called the Expanse. The Expanse. They're based on these books. They're like a series of like eight or nine books. The Expanse. Like the Expanse. Um. Yay. Uh, I'm going to hit you. What is what is your uh, hidden gem? I'm going to hit you with something a little. Ooh. Well, this is going to be kind of weird now because <laughs> because oh. I was going to say I was going to I'm going to hit you guys with a more family friendly uh, show that uh, we actually enjoy watching, which is Anne with an E on Netflix. <laughs> Ant with an no, E. No, Anne with an E. And it's based on the, yeah, now it's just weird, dude. Just like, yeah. <laughs> it's based on the Anne of Green Gables novel, uh, the classic children's novel. Um, but they have like a, a whole. I was about to play, but you said children's Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I said. It's going to be kind of weird now. I can't play it now. But it, it's, um, it's a really, it's like a very like family-friendly, wholesome show to watch. Um, but we just got hooked onto it because like the girl who plays Anne is uh is she just like so like she's so precocious and she's kind of like eccentric and and uh it's just kind of like a like it's almost like a throwback to like those uh like what was it called like the ABC like Friday like Family Friday nights or whatever it was um where like you know it was like all these like family shows like all in a row uh so it's kind of like a throwback to that like it reminds us of like those times where like you can just kind of hang out and watch tv with like the entire family and like not have to worry about what's gonna come out on the on the show or whatever Dude, but it's like a very like it's a very wholesome very I, like heartwarming show i saw that girl like because uh, i saw a trailer and I, uh -huh. I totally thought it was Pippi Longstocking. Yeah, it's like... It's like Pippi Longstocking. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's cool, too, because they don't try to... Like, the... the uh, Like, it's, it's like the little girl... Like, the little girl, she's like... She's, she's not attractive. She's not, like, cute or whatever, like, by, like, the CW standards or whatever. You know, they always try to put, like, these, like like sexy teenagers or whatever. She's just, like, a normal-looking girl. And it's just... I think that's cool because they don't try to, like over sexualize that part or anything mm -hmm. or like try to like play off like the popularity of the show just by like her looks it's more like her appreciation for like uh, like the arts and stuff and like acting and like reading and all this stuff so it's like a really cool show dude it's like very it's very quaint and wholesome and and just like safe for the whole family to watch Crazy, dude. so there you have it guys watch and uh what is it and with an e and with an e how do you spell uh, that and but a with an e a and d a E, oh my God. An, A N N, E E E N with an E. And with so an the, e. the title of the show is An. <laughs> I think I can help with this Pam Pam. I was, thing. Thinking, I was about to say the same thing. Is it Pam? Yeah. Pam. Uh, hey guys, that's all for uh, today's show. Uh, we'll be back on Friday. Come back and join us for Friday for. What we recommend for you guys to watch over the weekend. So come back and join us for that. Don't forget to join us or to uh, uh, 
Catch us on Instagram and Facebook at The Beta Report. For The Beta Report, this is The Con. I can't wait to get to Friday. Ooh, it's going to be amazing. Because where we're going, we don't, don't need roads. roads. All right, people, peace. Bye. <laughs>